Wednesday and welcome back to Tay Learning. My name is Danny, And my name is Olivia. We are your co-hosts. Today is unique because we are talking about Tay Learning. Obviously, that's our name. It's our brand. But we're talking about Tay Learning in the form and in the sense that colleges are also Tay Learning people or Tay Teaching. There's too many puns here, so I'm just going to drop it. We're talking about <laughs> colleges and academia and Taylor Swift. Yes, there are so many college courses that cover Taylor Swift in such a wide variety of ways. I wish this was a thing when I was in college. I'm so jealous of all you college kids because this seems so fun. And you get college credit toward your degree and you're learning about Taylor Swift in context of all these different topics. I can't imagine a better way of like learning these things. I don't know if this has been your experience, Olivia, but as the news has kind of come out that a lot of universities are jumping on this Taylor Swift class bandwagon, people have been asking me, what could anything doing with Taylor Swift have to do with acquiring a college degree? And on the surface, I feel like that's a fair question because Mm -hmm. college right now and university gets a bad rap for having quote unquote useless classes to get a degree. And while there's a lot of debate about how much is necessary to get a degree, something that's pretty universally agreed upon is that if you're in school, you have a certain amount of unrestricted electives where you can just learn about something you're interested in because you're already in college. College and it helps you learn better. It gives you better social skills. Mm-hmm. It just makes you a better and more well-rounded student. So on the surface, it's a fair question. And we are going to answer that question and many more as we unpack how Taylor Swift has become what she's become to the point that colleges can make whole ass classes about this. And so many people are signing up for them that kids are getting waitlisted for these classes. I don't think I saw a single class that didn't have a wait list. One that we're going to talk about here in a minute, booked up in 10 seconds. Insane. Insane. Like the Eras tour all over again. Yeah. I mean, that class, and we'll talk about it, but it only had 15 spots. But still, that means more than one person per second took a spot in this class. So there's a lot of interest in talking about Taylor Swift in terms of all these topics that we're going to unpack here in a minute. So before we jump into it, we are going to remind you of some housekeeping items as we always do. Number one, if you look in the description of this podcast, you will see a Spotify playlist of any and all songs that we reference throughout the episode. We do this for every episode. So if you're wanting to jam out to the playlist of this episode, now you know where to find it. Number two, be sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen. Olivia, what happens if you write out a rating on Apple Podcasts? If you write a review on Apple Podcasts, your review may or may not end up on our website, Taylorning Podcast, right on the homepage. Mm -hmm. And again, we cannot twist your arm to give us five stars, but, you know, that would be really cool. Um, Yeah, you know you better. (laughs) You know you better. (laughs) (laughs) It's like rate my professor, but rate my podcast. (laughs) Sorry, just keeping with the college. Be nice to us. We're sensitive. Mm -hmm. If you know, you know. Rate my professor. (laughs) Save my life. And number three, as always, let's hear from our sponsors. We'll meet you right back here in a minute. Class is back in session. (laughs) I said that Olivia is making this, damn it, Danny face. (laughs) I was proud of that pun. It's good. It's good. It's good. Let me have this. Okay, fine. 
<laughs> so since class is back in session, just to break down what we're going to talk about in this episode today, we're going to talk about what exactly it is that classes are using Taylor Swift as the vessel for to actually, you know, get somebody college credit and make it worth something. We are going to talk about the universities that are using Taylor Swift in this way and kind of what each of those classes are about when they happened, if they're upcoming, yada, yada. Maybe you go to one of these schools and you didn't even know this was happening. So you're interested now. And be sure to stick around to the end because one of these universities is particularly notorious. And we have some breaking news that we would really like to unpack with all of you on this podcast, our dear listeners. So stick around. Yeah, we've been waiting so long to share said news with you. Definitely make it to the end so you can hear it. We wanted to tell you first. First of all, I think there's something really interesting that we have to talk about on this Taylor Swift and Academia episode is that Taylor herself is the recipient of an honorary doctorate. I watched the whole commencement where she accepted this and also gave the speech for the NYU class of 2022. And it was so good. <laughs> I remember that day so vividly. And for those who don't know, in May of 2022, like Olivia said, she received the honorary doctorate at NYU and she gave the commencement speech. And she had kind of been reclusive at this point. Red had come yeah. out in November of 21 and we didn't see much of her. And then she made a TikTok to see you soon, be a badoobie. I don't remember if that's the name of the song, but it'll be in the playlist regardless. And that was kind of an Easter egg of be a badoobie opening for her, but also see you soon. It was like, oh, something's going to happen soon. And then Midnight's was announced three months later. We were like, oh, Taylor, you're alive. You're out in the world again. Yeah, we saw her once like every four months, maybe, if even. If even. People who have only been Swifties for the last year have no idea how spoiled y'all are. We're happy you're here. This is what Taylor Learning is for. For older Swifties who may not have caught all the lore as it happened the first time and newer Swifties who are trying to catch up on now 18 years of lore, we're happy you're here. But you have no idea how spoiled you yeah. are. <laughs> like, she was giving us music. A lot of music, but she wasn't giving us a lot of public sightings. We weren't getting the pap walks and the street style and the kissing a loved one on the mouth in front of cameras. The Time Magazine interviews. Oh, it's just a whole new world, dude. It really is. An honorary doctorate, though, is a degree that celebrates exceptional accomplishments and contributions to society. And her honorary doctorate is in fine arts. And I don't think that it's really up for debate at this point on whether or not Taylor has made enough of an impact to the field of the arts, like whether or yeah. not she deserves an honorary doctorate, she deserves it. Now, if the question is, should honorary doctorates be... I guess I'm going to use the word allowed, even though that doesn't feel like the right word. That's a conversation <laughs> for another time. And I don't feel qualified to talk about whether or not they should be valid. But it's not like Taylor Swift introduces herself at her shows with, oh, hi, I'm Dr. Taylor Swift. <laughs> even though the fandom will not let it go and we just keep calling her doctor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like most people who have honorary doctorates don't refer to themselves as such. So mm -hmm. I think it's more of like, like it says, an honor. It's a status. It's yeah. a a form of appreciation. Yeah. In my brain, an honorary doctorate and a doctorate obviously aren't the same thing. One is like kind of just an award almost, and the other one is a degree. Exactly. And she did give a commencement speech. I haven't watched it recently. I watched it a few months ago. But since, Olivia, you did, is there anything off the cuff from that commencement speech that stood out to you so much that you just have to repeat it for the Tay listeners? Like anything from it? Yeah. 
embrace the cringe. I knew you were going to say embrace the cringe because that's like the most iconic line. Embrace of the cringe. It's not even the most important line or impactful. And why can't we eat grass? <laughs> Out of context, this sounds so bad. So if you haven't listened to her speech, I'm going to link it in the description right beneath the Spotify playlist. So just go watch it yourself. Yeah, those, those are my takeaways. <laughs> It's a great speech. I love you, Taylor. <laughs> it really is a great speech. I cannot imagine what it would be like to have Taylor Swift give your commencement speech. I know there was a lot of debate on whether or not she should have been giving the commencement speech because she didn't go to college herself, much less NYU. But I think that when somebody has a really well-rounded worldview, like post-college worldview, even if she didn't go to college, she has a lot of life experience at this point. And I think that it's worthy of being shared. And I love loved her speech. Let's be real. Taylor Swift has one of the most successful business platforms in the world. She just simply skipped college. And she seems kind of bummed about that for what it's worth. Yeah. I know that Taylor has nostalgia for something that didn't even happen, which was living a normal life. We hear that in Midnight Rain when she talks about the life she could have had. She, we hear that in Tis the Damn Season, yeah. singing about how it always leads to you in my hometown. She kind of misses that part of what, what's the fig tree thing where I think it's a fig tree where somebody is staring at all the branches of the tree for so long that all oh, the fruit on it been. dies. All that could have been. She thinks about that quite a bit. So she is yeah. jealous of the college experience. And as somebody who did go to college, I would have rather been an international superstar than go to college. <laughs> but there were definitely awesome things about college that she'll never get to experience. Yeah. And hey, this girl romanticizes high school still to this day. I'm sure that she, you know, a part of her wishes she could have had that romanticized aspect of college, even though we cried a lot. I'm sure those of you who are in college who went to college and are listening to this, you can relate to that. We all cried a lot. It was fun, but we sure cried. We sure did. <laughs> and, you know, there are things about college that are so magical, absent of the actual classes, that just cannot be replicated ever. I miss yeah. it so much sometimes. I like being an adult a lot. I have a lot more money. <laughs> but for what it's worth, there are definitely things in college that I understand why she would romanticize and be envious that she can't experience. So I'm sure going to a college graduation was a little bit healing for her. Absolutely. I did see this quote from her that I didn't write down, but just paraphrase. In 2015, in an interview, she was asked what she would have studied had she gone to college. And she said that she would have wanted to study something where words were at the forefront. So like marketing. <sighs> Taylor Swift would be so good in marketing, but she's also yeah. like a business savant. We've said before on the podcast, she's a two-headed dragon where one of those heads is talent and the other head is business. Mm -hmm. And that is how she has become what she's become. And why, as we kind of segue here into the classes that are about her, it goes beyond so many different topics because yeah. she covers so much. She is just unrealistically intelligent and talented in so many fields. And I think that that is just so crazy. We do have a list here of the different 
topics that these Taylor Swift courses that we found online cover. And it's more than just breaking down and analyzing her music. We have, of course, the obvious, a literary analysis of the poetry of her work, her story writing. Then we also have music classes where they analyze the composition and the actual songwriting, which that's two different angles that you can take on her songwriting craft. And then moving into the business side of it, we have entertainment marketing and business, which is a huge field. Obviously, a lot of students go into marketing because marketing and sales is major, Mm -hmm. major career path people can choose to take. We have economic impact and econ classes are incredibly valuable. And fun fact, I haven't checked this recently, but at least a couple of years ago, those who had economics degrees tended to have the highest estimated salary out of college. So. Econ, Taylor Swift. And then going into more like psychology, sociology, there are sociology classes that explore parasocial relationships in regards to Taylor Swift. Why do people feel so connected to Taylor? How does she impact culture? And psychology courses of the psychology of revenge is an example that I saw in a course description in context of Taylor's songs, the psychology of all of Taylor's love songs, romantic relationships, everything like that. And so it's a different angle to take again on her songwriting and the impact she makes on people. And then moving from sociology into anthropology, so the study of people, we have how Taylor can apply to gender and women's studies and how her music can apply to that and her experience and how she's gotten where she is, how that can apply to that. And race and class studies, because obviously Taylor Swift is in the upper echelon of class, but she was always upper middle class growing up, but kind of breaking that barrier. And also there's a big conversation around Taylor Swift's feminism. Is it white feminism? Is it narcissistic feminism? And we are not necessarily the two best people to talk about that, which is why there are college classes with people that are more well-rounded in that type of subject to give that commentary. And just a little disclaimer right here, me and Olivia are not saying that that is the case. We're saying that there are conversations about it, and therefore those conversations can and are turned into college courses. Yeah, and conversations like that in the grand scheme of things are important. So I don't think topics like that insinuate that Taylor Swift is bad or a bad person, but conversations about gender, women's studies, race and class are wildly important. Absolutely. Understanding socioeconomic issues is a core value of, I think, being a member of society and also definitely Mm -hmm. one of the first things they dive into in college. And she is a really approachable subject to kind of dive into socioeconomic issues. Yeah. I know for me personally, one of the most impactful classes that I took in college, the one that really, really sticks with me to this day was my intro to women's studies course. It completely changed my outlook on life. And so, so grateful for that. It's amazing. I think my sociology class freshman year that I really didn't want to take, but I had to take also kind of did that for me. So sometimes it's the classes you don't even know that are going to be impactful. Exactly. So let's jump into some of these universities. And another disclaimer as we get into these, these are not all of them. They, it literally cannot be. (laughs) This episode would be so long. This is just what we found that was easy to find online. But like in Melbourne, Australia, there's a Swift Posium coming up for when Taylor's in Melbourne. And it's only a couple days, a master class. There are thousands of those worldwide at this point, I'm sure. And I don't think that that's an exaggeration. I think there are Taylor Swift classes 
everywhere, whether it's a paint class or small music class, a two-day course, we can't track them all. So these are just some major ones from, from some universities you might be familiar with and kind of tying back into those topics we talked about. We're giving you a variation of the classes that have to do with Taylor. I think something that would be fun, Danny, we should go through each of these universities in the class one by one and share if we would really want to take it or if we feel like eh about it. Oh, okay. Okay. It's going to be really hard to not say yes to everything if I'm going to be honest. So that's why, that's why I didn't say like, say yes or no, because it's not going to be no. Like, is it going to be like a excited? Yes. Like, Ooh, I would really like to take that class. Or is it like, "Mm, I would take it, but like, I wouldn't be like the most excited. Okay. That's fair. All right. Well, the first one running on the assumption, of course, we got into all of these universities, (sighs) Berkeley (laughs) college of music. They had a class in the fall of 2023. I guess another disclaimer, just this seems like a good time to put it. We don't actually know how many of these classes continued on, plan to continue on. College is weird. Sometimes they're only offered in fall or spring semester. Sometimes they're offered again in the spring semester and they don't even post it because it's filled by the wait list from the previous semester. We have no idea if they're still going on. So we found the origin semester. Yeah or session rather. So in the fall of 2023, Berkeley College of Music had a class called The Music of Taylor Swift. Not a very original title, but that's okay. And here's the description. This class will concentrate on how Swift creates musical hooks, writes a chorus, composes a bridge, and how she uses rhythm, harmony, melody, metaphor, and storytelling to write compelling and global hit songs. See, this is an F for me because I was not a music study kid Even i was in march though you're band, in marching I band just, i just literally like played along my strongest skill set in marching band was the marching i was you last chair below for two years you were there for the vibes literally i was there for the marching and that was it that's what got me into the games it wasn't my musical ability i could never sight read to save my life i had to like hear how something was played and then i knew how to play it but that's all i got so like that, I never like studied music theory or anything like that. It kind of went over my head. Was well, there a school to do that vibes. at? Just being there for the vibes. Michigan is a good one. Yep. <laughs> See, I would be excited about this class. Music theory is not my strong suit. Music theory is such mm-hmm. a science. And I was talking about this with my roommate Rebecca earlier, who you all have heard quite a bit about. Music theory turns what I think is more of an art into a science. And for me, as I've studied music theory, it's kind of taken the joy of that away from me. I don't yeah. want to think of something that's whimsical and mysterious as an, as a science. It it takes away the magic. So I still would probably be excited to take this class if it did not have a lot of music theory, if it was more of how does right. somebody poetry to write this stuff. And I was in an acapella group in college. Shout out to Audacity at Kansas State University. And I tried to write arrangements and I really enjoyed it. So I would be really excited about this class. But considering this is Berkeley College of Music, I would probably feel like an idiot surrounded by incredibly talented. (laughs) I know. Uh, But I always wish I could be like one of those music geeks, but I wasn't quite all the way in. I was just kind of like surface level music geek. (laughs) Up next, we have the University of Texas at Austin, and they had a course in fall 2022 called the Taylor Swift Songbook. 
Students in this course will study Swift's songs alongside the traditional canon of Western literature, Shakespeare, Keats, and Frost. They will be asked to analyze and contextualize common practices and problems across the centuries. They'll analyze her songs as literary writing and the ways a popular and award-winning writer uses the same literary devices, figures, and tropes of traditional poetry in her work. Okay. I would not be as excited for this one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this one would intimidate me. Yeah, I, w- I think I'd just feel big dumb. So I I still would take the class. Don't get me wrong. I would take all of these classes, but I don't know if this would be my personal strong suit. Yeah, same. I was not an English major whatsoever. So on the surface, it's intimidating that I would be curious to see the parallels drawn between Taylor and someone like William Shakespeare. I think that a benefit to this class would be having those comparisons drawn would put them right in my head for when somebody says something about Taylor. So it's not even that good. I would have all this fodder to be like, literally, actually, actually, (laughs) she's compared to Shakespeare. And this is why. I would like to take the knowledge of that course and plant it in my brain, but I feel like this course, granted, this already this course already happened. So if you took it, let us know how it was. If you took any of these courses and you're listening, please let us know how it was. We're dying to know. But what I get from it is it might be a lot more of the students putting two and two together and like having discussions about that than being told and lectured. This is parallel to this which of course that's probably how it went but that's where my intimidation would come in next let's talk about where taylor got the honor doctorate new york university nyu baby in spring of 2022 and spring of 2023 so we'll see maybe they'll do it again i don't know they have a class called topics in recorded music taylor swift This course proposes to deconstruct both the appeal and aversions to Taylor Swift through close readings of her music and public discourse as it relates to her own growth as an artist and a celebrity. I would be. Absolute yes for me. Yeah. That's what we do. That's like what Mm -hmm. this podcast is. Absolutely. I'd be there. Yeah, I like the ones that are her study of her and society and how her music impacts society. That's everything to me. Yeah, I mean, Tay learning even as a concept, part of our whole gig is to understand why she is a musical and cultural and societal phenomenon. (laughs) So the human experience and the human psyche in terms of Taylor Swift is so interesting to us, because if it weren't, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So this seems like a clear yes to me. Absolute yes for me, too. Up next, we have Stanford University in the winter of 2023. They had a class called All Too Well 10-Week Version, where they did an in-depth analysis of All Too Well 10-Minute Version over the course of 10 weeks. Just one song. I mean, it's a bitchin' song. I get it. I would absolutely take this class. Absolutely. <laughs> this seems clear. <laughs> that sounds so fun to me and not intimidating whatsoever, though I'm sure they did a lot of really cool stuff in that class. To this day, over two years after All Too Well 10 Minute has come out, I still will hear stuff and be like, oh, shit, I didn't catch that before. Literally. Whenever we do our analysis of the song, because we've done the music video, the short film, whenever we do the one of the song, we're going to catch even more. I'm telling you. Yeah. And part one and part two, question mark, part three, like, it takes us an hour long episode to do just a normal length song. Right. 
So Stanford University had another class in the spring of 2024. So happening right now, we have a class called The Last Great American Songwriter, Storytelling with Taylor Swift Through the Eras. With just 10 weeks to cover 10 albums, the 20-student class will dissect a different album each class, starting with Swift's debut album and ending with Midnight's. Yeah. Easy, easy yes for me. We kind of yeah. do that here too. I will say I can't wrap my head around 10 albums, 10 weeks, because if one week is one album, no, no. You cannot dissect a 30 song album like Red in one week, not effectively, but I'd be interested to watch them try. Literally. That just sounds fun. It sounds like a really fun class. Agreed. I would really like it. I would dress every week to the class in the era that we're talking about that week. Oh like I would make God. such a game out of it. <laughs> they better. This class is like happening. Oh, so they yeah. better. That sounds so fun. Yeah, if you're not wearing green week one, yellow week two. I don't. I, what are you doing? Yeah, own mini eras tour. You know. <laughs> Up next, we have Arizona State University with a class called Psychology of Taylor Swift: Advanced Topics of Social Psychology. This class ran in fall 2023 and states. The course is basically using Taylor Swift as a semester-long example of different phenomena. Gossip, relationships, revenge. The class is not a seminar on how much we like or dislike her. We want to be able to learn about psychology. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah, this is up my alley. I like taking Taylor Swift and applying it like this. Oh, yeah. And not just because it's tea, like gossip, relationships, revenge, or however it's put, but because, and I don't know how many times we've said this on this podcast, but I will say it again right now. One of the least interesting things about Taylor Swift are her relationships and her personal life. What makes her music more interesting, however, is knowing the things that happened that created the art that we all relate to and therefore can apply to our own lives. And some of us, like Olivia and I, cross that parasocial boundary and get very defensive and protective of our girl because we're like, wait, we feel this in our soul? So you hurt her and therefore you must have also hurt me. And there's debate about whether that's right or wrong or whatever. I don't care. I would love to talk about it in terms of psychology. I think one of the most interesting things about Taylor Swift and her music is analyzing the emotions that are behind her works of art, as well as the emotions that her works of art invokes in other people that aren't Taylor. So the sociology, psychology classes are my favorite angle of dissecting Taylor Swift. I mean, I love the idea of studying the poetry devices that she uses. I love the idea of studying the music composition behind her songs. But this is my cup of tea is dissecting the human experience behind the songs. Absolutely. It's crazy how Taylor's music, like someone can listen to All Too Well, which has very specific imagery and be like, mm -hmm. I feel that personally, even if those instances never happen. So I'd be really interested in taking a psychology course to understand why I feel that in my soul when that's never happened to me. Yeah. So moving on by Arizona State Party School U, we're popping over to University of California, Berkeley. UC Berkeley this semester, spring of 24, has a class called Artistry and Entrepreneurship, Taylor's Version, a business class exploring what has led to Taylor Swift's prolific success as a songwriter, businesswoman, and creative influence. The class will consist of four distinct modules analyzing Swift's emergence, live performances, public personas, and songwriting techniques through a business lens. My first initial gut reaction just to the first line of that description is, ooh, I don't know if I'd want to take that class. But then 
if I were, you know, signing up for classes in anticipation for the next semester and I read the rest of it, easy yes. That sounds so interesting. Same. One of my minors was in business and Taylor Swift is just a business monster and she's so good yeah. at what she does. I would love to take a business class about Taylor Swift. Easy yeah. yes for me. Yeah, and I have a degree in, in a subsection of anthropology. So like that's why what intrigues me intrigues me too. It's just so interesting to like, I keep saying this, but it's so interesting that there's so many different types of people with different types of degrees that would find any of these classes interesting. The approach to Taylor is just, there's no end to it. There's so many different ways you can approach it and study it at a collegiate level. There, there really is. Even if you got really specific, like there's not an example on here, but if there was an engineering class talking about the building of the stage at the Eras door, like you could do that. Up next, we have the University of Florida with a class called Musical Storytelling with Taylor Swift. This class is coming up in the spring 2024 semester, and it is a one credit class that will be discussion oriented each week centering on themes present in songs by Swift and other female songwriters, such as aging, old flames, karma, and double standards. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what we do all the time. I think that something really interesting about female songwriters is that they all kind of have that string that ties them all together and that it's really tough to be a woman in the industry because, as Taylor put it, they get discarded in an elephant graveyard. So being able to compare and contrast and have discussions with other people and their takes on it, I would actually like to take that class with somebody who doesn't believe that there are double standards because I'd want to fight. <laughs> Looking forward to bait. <laughs> I'm here for a debate class, baby. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the University of Delaware. And a fun fact about the University of Delaware is that Scott Swift, Taylor's father, went to the University of Delaware. So it should come as no surprise that they've got a class or had a class that was kind of going on. It's a workshop, basically. And a few of those classes have already happened, and there's still a few left. And it's called... Data Enchanted, Transforming Numbers into Knowledge. It's an economics workshop using themes of Taylor Swift's songs and achievements, and students will learn to work better with data, compiling data sets consisting of Spotify stats and more. Networking opportunities have also featured friendship bracelet events among professionals and students. And as a bonus, if this does well, they might do an advanced version of this class called Data Bejeweled. This is an F for me. It's an F for me too, but it's another example of an angle that is just yeah. crazy to take because that's that's stats. That's borderline computer science, but also econ. Yeah, like that's really cool. But I wouldn't be like foaming at the mouth to take this class, but I wouldn't be mad if I were taking this class, you know? Same. Like I would still take it, but it wouldn't be yeah. wouldn't be at the top of my roster. But that's just cool. Like I keep repeating over and over so many angles. Next, we have Brigham Young University with a course titled Ms. Americana, Taylor Swift on Ethics and Society. And this is coming up winter 2024. So right now. <laughs> yeah, I put on our was... notes, I put Danny will elaborate because this class is winter 2024, but BYU does winter semester weird because their winter semester in my brain I'm like oh that's like an intercession it's not an intercession it's a standard spring semester for everyone else because their spring is like a May to July 
course. BYU students, forgive me if I'm wrong, but it's happening basically right now. That's how my school was. Winter <gasps> semester is now. Spring is in May. What? <laughs> and then there's there's spring slash summer classes that are like May through August, but then there's spring classes that are like May through June, and then summer classes that are June through August. And so my school was fall semester, winter semester was mandatory basically and normal. So I oh always God. called it winter semester. I'm getting my world rock right now because at Kansas State, we had fall semester. That was August to December. We had spring semester, January to May. And then you had summer session, which was any classes that happened between June and August. So, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought that this was unique to BYU. <laughs> like I know, spring like break was during my winter semester. What? Okay, no. Because let's be real, up in Michigan, it's winter until like one month at the end of that semester. It's winter semester. I know. Every school does it weird. Deakin University in <laughs> Melbourne, where I studied abroad, to say it like that every time, they do trimesters. So it's like yeah. June, July-ish to like October. And then like it's in like tries. Mm -hmm. tri and then some do quarters. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend y'all. <laughs> anyway, tell us the description of this Miss Americana ethics class. Also called, let me see if I can say this on the first try, Philosophy. There nice! we go. I did it. Philosophy. <laughs> this class teaches students advanced research skills, writing, political theory, and the philosophy of Swift herself. That sounds cool. It does sound cool. I'm less interested, I guess. I don't know. Political theory does seem cool. Okay. You know what? I'm rereading it. I'm down. I'd sign up. Yeah. That sounds intriguing. Okay. So let's take it to the state that I live in. University of Missouri. University of Missouri, starting in spring 2023, had a class called Taylor Swiftery. History and literature <laughs> through Taylor Swift. This course explores a wide range of historical and literary topics using Taylor Swift's music as a primary source to guide learning and class discussions. Among its lessons, the course teaches students about the histories of pop culture and celebrity, as well as to look for deeper meaning and discover how messages commu communicated in both literature and historical sources. This one is a little less intriguing for me. History courses were kind of rough for me in my history at college, if you will. Didn't so you literally one... get a degree in archaeology? Yeah, but like I didn't take history courses. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. I'll Everything archaeological. Roman history course. Everything archaeological was in the past. That's history. But what I studied wasn't about history. It was about like the actual sciences behind archaeology. I know I'm being Thank an you. asshole. <laughs> I'm defensive. It's a really cool degree. <laughs> and just because I have to say it, because uh, we're talking about college, whatever, and archaeology is not dinosaurs. That's paleontology. Just in case, you know, Taylor learning is like you really broadening the scopes here. Archaeology is the study of ancient humans because it's a, a branch of anthropology, which is the study of humans. Anyway, yeah. I'm actually really not glad that you said that. Uh, no, it is important because I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, paleontology not... is the study of ancient, like, animals. I guess I kind of use those words interchangeably, but... No, they're wildly different. But I never assumed that it was, like, just dinosaurs. I know it's about sociology and about humans of the past, so I, I understood that, but I guess for everyone else, I didn't think... It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the reason I would be less inclined to want to take this class is because, to me, that sounds like they're going to talk about, you know, stuff that... Taylor Swift has used to write songs about like Last Great American mm -hmm. Dynasty or using Rebecca to write Tolerate It and that interests me a little bit less. Yeah. It sounds 
cool, a cool angle to take, but it sounds dry for me and my preferences of what I learn personally. Same. Up next, we're going international, Ghent University in Belgium. This class is titled Literature, Taylor's version, and it was run in fall 2023, but is continuing on for future semesters as well. This course takes a fresh look at English literature from the medieval period to the Victorian, plus a couple more modern texts as a bonus through the lens of one of our most popular modern music artists, Taylor Swift. Highly prolific and autobiographical in her songwriting, Swift makes frequent allusions to canonical literary texts in her music. This, once again, is talking about like using Rebecca to make tolerate it and mm -hmm. using other books to make songs now. So again, I don't think it's my bread and butter, but if it meant that I got to go to school in Belgium. And also, I worked at a study abroad office in college, and Ghent University sent our office chocolates one time. So we like Ghent. Love I have that. a Ghent University magnet. I also feel eh about this course. Studying literature isn't one of my favorite things in the world, but something cool that I did also see online when I was studying this one was that they kind of gear this class towards students who don't speak English as a first language to kind of introduce them to English works, which I think is really cool. That is definitely cool. We're coming back to Missouri, and we're going to talk about uh, Wash U. Washington University at St. Louis, St. Louis, where I'm moving in a few months, <laughs> right, hey. after right after Taylor Swift has fallen in love with Kansas City. It's fine. The class began in spring of 2023, and it's called Topics in Comparative Literature. So it's not a Taylor pun, but the description. What do the ancient poems of Sappho, the Odes of Horace, the Sonnets of Petrarch, and Shakespeare, the pop songs of Taylor Swift, and the raps of Kendrick Lamar all have in common? They all have lyrics. An analysis of the changing meanings attached to that word will orient our study of the lyric genre across European and American poetic cultures. I feel eh about it, honestly. I do too. I really like the concept. I don't know if it would be my strong suit, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's another literature course. What you guys are getting here is Danny and I are not literature gals. <laughs> You know, what's interesting is that, like, I like English and I really liked literature. I think I got mm -hmm. so burnt out on it in college because I took so many of those types of courses because I liked it. <laughs> so now it doesn't interest me as much. Yeah. Up next, we have Rice University with a course that ran fall 2023 titled Miss Americana, the Evolution and Lyrics of Taylor Swift. Hailed as the songwriter of the decade, Taylor Swift has been at the forefront of pop culture for years, making her an enduring presence in the fast-paced industry. The name itself brings both appeal and aversions, yet what really shines about the star is her songwriting. Through close readings of her music, alongside considerations of her public discourse, this class will be a seminar discussing the nuances of her lyrics. I'm down. I would take that class. Yeah, that sounds really cool to me. That's also exactly what we do on the podcast. Exactly. There's a theme here. There literally is. You already know what we're <laughs> interested in because we do episodes on it. <laughs> Next, we're going to Northeastern University. This class was a 2023 winter intercession course. So that's how my school did it too. Intercessions, if it was during the winter. So between fall and spring semester, doesn't matter. This class is titled Speak Now, Gender and Storytelling in Taylor Swift's Eras. This course will explore how women's literary and cultural influence on genre and narrative have shaped the artistry of Taylor Swift's 10 eras. Students will examine not just Swift's lyrics, but how they incorporate storytelling methods initiated by women and how that helps her music resonate with a global audience. 
Hard yes. Absolutely. Y'all should have seen this coming. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have a humanities degree. It is what it is. <laughs> Up next, we have University of South Carolina with a class titled Life is Just a Classroom, Taylor's Version. That's a good title. Clever. This is a four-session class that is starting mid-spring 2024, so it's coming up. This class will feature the tourism and economic impact she has had worldwide. Students will jump into her career and start looking at corporate sponsorships and branding, get into concert experience and ticket sales, merchandising, economics, and tourism. Students will get a chance to see how Taylor built her empire. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I got a degree in hospitality management, focus on events. For the longest time, I wanted to be a concert promoter working at venues. Mm -hmm. This is the fastest yes I have on here. This is my bread and freaking butter. I have a hesitant yes. It's not an eh. It's hesitant because the first line would have scared the fuck out of me. But then as I finished the whole thing, I would have challenged myself and signed up. Oh, God. This just makes me so excited. And it's Life is Just a Classroom, my favorite Taylor Swift song being referenced. Literally. <laughs> oh, man. The class hasn't started yet. You think? You think I could? No. I think I could. Hey, University of South Carolina, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I don't know how to pronounce this university. I'm not going to lie. Austin. I was glad that you got it. We've been going back and forth and I was literally just like, thank God I don't have to say this. I literally asked my mother. I was like, how do you pronounce this? And she's like, I have no idea. (laughs) Austin P-A-P-I-P. State University. Um, I don't know any states. Please let us know. (laughs) I don't know any states called Austin PA, so it's fine. This class happened in the fall of 23 and 22, so maybe it'll continue. It's called The Invisible String of Romanticism. The 16-week course starts with an introduction to romantic poetry and the era's most influential figures before taking a deep dive into Swift's music. Each week focuses on a different album with related poetry selections serving as launching points for student-driven discussions. That sounds pretty cool, but I think it's mostly an F for me. I'm a hesitant yes. I think mm-hmm. it's not totally my bread and butter, but I like the idea of directly segueing between poems right into her songs because mm-hmm. literature, big books of literature in her songs seems overwhelming. Poems, yeah. less overwhelming. Small. Small. Oh my God. You get to talk about, <laughs> you get to talk about a school that I grew up 15 minutes away from. Tell me all about it. And that Abigail went to Taylor Swift's Abigail. Yep. So Taylor Swift's high school bestie, Abigail, went to the University of Kansas, which is in Lawrence, Kansas. And Taylor Swift has visited several times. She used to go on record saying that Lawrence, Kansas was her favorite place in the United States. <laughs> oh, she would literally be like, oh, I love Kansas. And as somebody who grew up in Kansas, I'm sitting in my parents' home in Kansas right now. I'm like, girl, <laughs> really? If I could go anywhere in the world, it would be Lawrence, Kansas. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Well, (laughs) at the University of Kansas, there is a class titled The Sociology of Taylor Swift. Guess if we're going to take this class or not. (laughs) Or if we would take this class or not. In the spring 2024, which is right now, this class is going on. This seminar uses the life and career of Taylor Swift as a mirror ball to reflect on large-scale processes like the culture, industry, celebrity, and fandom, and the intersection of race, gender, and sexuality in contemporary American life. Hard yes. Absolutely. Up. Absolutely. That sounds like a great class. 
we get some stuff that's a little bit harder to talk about when we're talking about the intersection of race with gender and sexuality. We get some mm -hmm. stuff that's really personal to us since we are both women. We get to talk about her culture and fandom, which obviously we're a part of. This is another one of those, mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? University of Kansas is like 15 minutes away from me right now. I'll see y'all in a bit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Hopping on a plane real fast from Michigan. Speaking of hopping on a plane, we're going to pop up north and go to Canada for this next one. Queen's University in Kingston, Canada. In the fall of 22, they had a class called Taylor Swift's Literary Legacy. This course mobilizes the tools of literary analysis to engage the cultural moment in which its students are embedded, encouraging them to read with, against, and through contemporary art about which they are passionate. Eh. I feel like I would feel intrigued about this, but not excited. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Again, I'd sign up for all of these classes out of sheer Literally. curiosity, but some I, I mean, would feel... how many credits do all these classes add up to? Because we could probably get a degree. A degree in Taylor Swift. We've been tailored, <laughs> baby. <laughs> a true degree in tailoring. <laughs> and last... You, but... you probably knew this was coming, everyone. <laughs> there might be a certain viral class that we didn't talk about yet. You may not have been yelling at us because, like, how could we miss this one? Harvard University. We're going Ivy League, baby. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift and Her World, which is a class that's going on right now, spring 2024 semester. It's an English class diving into the cultural impact and topical subtext of Taylor and her music. And uh, we have some special news about this one. Would we take this class, Danny? Yeah. What do you yeah. think? I think we would guest lecture at this class. I think we would. You know what I think we could? We should call up our friend, Stephanie Burt, who's teaching this. Oh, wait. She called us up a few months ago. What if we just called Tay Learning Up? We're going to Harvard. We're going to Harvard, baby. What? Like, it's hard? As teachers, almost. Not teachers. Guest lecturers. <laughs> Stephanie Burt, who is teaching this course at Harvard to around 300 students, reached out to us a few months ago. She's a big fan of the podcast. Stephanie, we know you're listening. We adore you. Hey, We're Stephanie. so excited to be working with you. We will be going out to Cambridge in April, all the way up to Boston, and we're going to be lecturing in the coming weeks. We might divulge a little bit more about what we're talking about, but we're going to let Stephanie unpack with her class before we jump into it. But this is really exciting for us and for you because we're going to celebrate with you. So we're going to do a little giveaway to celebrate. So keep an eye on our social medias because the giveaway will be announced soon. We are really only doing this announcement right here with you, Tay listeners that make it to the end of our episodes, the ones that are the real ones, the ones that make it all the way, you know, we wanted to make sure you guys knew first before we made a big announcement on social media or anything. So keep an eye out on our socials. We are on Instagram and TikTok as Taylorning Podcast. We are on Twitter or X, whatever, as Taylorning. So make sure to keep an eye out on those places because that is where we would post the giveaway is one of those three places, probably Instagram or Twitter. Maybe both, but we're going to celebrate with y'all because this is a big moment in the Taylorning universe. Yeah. We've been holding this in for like almost three months. 
Yeah, we first got reached out to before 1989 even came out. Yeah, Taylor's version, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, this is one of the worst for the last decade. <laughs> <laughs> before we even knew each other, a long time before. <laughs> what did you Tay learn this week? I Tay learned that there are psychology classes based around Taylor and her works. That's so cool to me. I learned that I could have taken a course in college that had to do directly with hospitality management plus Taylor Swift, and it wasn't offered. Come on, K-State. That's so rude. Get it together. It's not like I graduated yeah. five years ago or anything. <laughs> it's not like I graduated literally during the rep era. <laughs> literally. We've also had a few of you reach out to us about merch, and we've talked about it on the podcast before. Here's what I'll tell you. We have a website. It's called taylearningpodcast.com. There's not merch on it right now as of when this episode's coming out. Maybe not when you're listening. Yeah. And uh, some some things may or may not be in final steps of progress. So keep an eye out. We got some exciting things coming. Yeah, we're cooking. <laughs> what are we talking about next week? Next week, we're going to dive into my and Danny's personal Taylor Swift references. We are going to go through her albums and compare and contrast each one of our individual quote big threes from the album our three top songs from every single album so make sure yours are ready too because we also want to hear from you as well i'm already panicking because i've always used like a big four like that's my playlist it's called like the big four for all of the albums and i'm like how am i gonna shave one off yeah we gotta make it hard for you that's why i chose three oh That's going to hurt my feelings, but it's fine. It's fine. We're going to learn some stuff. I guess for some of you listening, you might be listening from Boston, Massachusetts area. So for those of you there, we'll see you in a few months. Yeah. If any of you guys listening happen to be taking this class at Harvard, let us know because we would love to connect with you and eventually meet you at class. That's so crazy. (laughs) For this week, my name is Danny, And I'm Olivia. See you next week. Bye. They were so excited. (laughs) We always are so excited. We're so excited. How many times can we be excited? If we're excited every week and everything's exciting, nothing is.